happy Thanksgiving, my friends. If you are here in the United States, then I know you are celebrating the Thanksgiving holiday in just a few days. And that is my husband's all-time favorite holiday. So we go big in the Hayes household. Um, I don't actually do a lot of the cooking because usually my mom is here and she's got all the traditions and the ways that she likes to do it. And so I kind of tag along and help. (laughs) But there's always pie and lots of pie because it's Thanksgiving. And so I hope that your family is getting ready to celebrate and enjoy some time together, some good food. But I know, especially as a family therapist, that the holidays can sometimes be a recipe for family drama. Anger issues come up, unresolved conflict comes up, all the topics that we might avoid throughout the year. Somehow, gathering around the table with people that we we might not see as frequently as we would like to, and having that extended time together really opens the door for conversation. And that can be a great thing. But if we're not prepared to handle it well, when there's disagreement or conflict or old issues that are coming back up, we might run the risk of a lot of family drama. I hear stories about this all the time in the counseling room. And I don't want that for my family. I don't want it for your family. So whether it is the Thanksgiving holiday, whether it's Christmas, Easter, a birthday, a graduation, a wedding celebration, a family reunion. There's all different reasons that might bring people together for an extended period of time, gather around the table, celebrating, enjoying life, where we run the risk of conflict, ruining our time together. So that's what we're going to talk about today. I have got seven tips for you about how to go into the holidays or whatever family gathering might be coming up and avoid the drama and the anger and the conflict. So I hope that this will be a really helpful conversation for you. Um, Let me just point out right now that if you are worried about conflict, uh, whether it's at Thanksgiving or any other time of year, um, we do have a free resource from Love Your People Well, our 10-step conflict resolution checklist. I will put a link in the show notes. Um, Just scroll on down, click on that, and grab a copy of that checklist. If you're worried about conflict, I know our conversation today will be helpful, but you'll probably also sleep a little bit better at night knowing that you have this tool in your back pocket. So if things do get heated around the dinner table or wherever else, you can pull it out, walk through the steps, and restore a level of peace and harmony. So I wanted to point that out before we jump into today's conversation. And I want to make sure to say happy Thanksgiving because I am here in South Carolina and I am excited for this holiday and especially to help all of us enjoy it with our people. So let's dive in, friends. Welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast, where we help women grow godly relationships, grateful hearts, and grace-filled lives. I'm Jess and I'm a marriage and family therapist, a Christian, a wife, a mom, And I believe that God creates us for relationships, relationship with him and with each other. So if you're looking to love God well, to love yourself, your family, and those around you well, you're in the right place. Stick around, friend, and let's get started. As we think about the Thanksgiving holiday coming up, you probably have spent a little extra time this month focusing on gratitude, the things that you were thankful for. 
And let me just share right now, as we jump into this conversation about family drama and how to avoid it, I am sitting here in the crisp autumn weather of South Carolina. It doesn't really get that cold that often, but it is gorgeous with the crispiness in the air right now. I've got my hot cup of lemon ginger tea. The kids are napping in the other room. This is one of those small moments in life where you just need to pause and smile and say, thank you, Jesus. So I want to share that with you because whether it's the day of the holiday, Thanksgiving holiday, or just a normal Tuesday, a normal Friday, whatever day it is, there is something today that you need to pause and say thank you for and just enjoy the moment that God has given you. Not to mention all the other amazing things he does for us, but you can go back to some of our earlier episodes and listen to some thoughts on gratitude. But I did want to start our conversation today by just sharing the joy of this moment. And if you've listened to the Love Your People Well podcast for any length of time, you know that I am passionate about relationships. So I am also really excited about this topic today because I... I mean, if if one of those things, like if I had a nickel for every time someone came into the counseling room and told me a story about a holiday interaction with their family that hurt their relationships, I would be a wealthy woman because that is a really common experience. But that's what we're tackling today. So let me give my usual disclaimer before we jump in to the seven tips that I have for you today about how to avoid family drama around the Thanksgiving table or any other gathering. But I do want to remind you, I am a therapist, a licensed therapist, but this podcast is not therapy and um, it's not professional advice. It's not personal advice. I don't know your specific situation. There is, of course, a link in the show notes. You can visit loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash counseling to see um, some information. If you're thinking about counseling, family, marriage, individual, whatever, I have shared some of my thoughts about um, when to look for counseling, how to find a great counselor. All of that is on the website. So you can access that anytime. But, you know, I always like to give that disclaimer as we start off. So let's talk about tip number one for avoiding family drama at the holidays. Focus on listening more than talking, especially if you are part of the drama. If you know that things often get heated with your mother-in-law or your great aunt or whoever it is, then you want to be really intentional at that point to listen more than you're talking. Now, why does this help us avoid family drama? Uh, Well, it's pretty rare that listening to someone is going to cause conflict. It's not impossible because our nonverbals are sending a message. If you're uh, listening by scrolling on your phone and maybe you're kind of snickering at what someone's saying or you're rolling your eyes, you are communicating at that point, even though words aren't coming out of your mouth. So I'm not saying you can completely get out of the doghouse just by closing your mouth. That's why I would say focus on listening. Try to really understand the points of view, the opinions that are being shared and causing some conflict. Until you get to the point where you can summarize back what is it this person thinks why do they think it, what emotional experience or what values are speaking into their opinion, until you can actually explain all of that 
you're probably missing a piece of the puzzle and that is influencing the conflict and the drama. So to the degree that you have control over things, focus on listening more than talking. That might even include asking questions. Now you might need to redirect the conversation if you can, (laughs) but sometimes asking questions can challenge people about what they are thinking or uh, what they're believing. And it can also open the door for them to really feel heard. And a lot of times if we feel heard, we are a lot less likely to get upset and angry about the situation, even when the other person disagrees with us. So that is tip number one, focus on listening more than talking. Tip number two is to keep your expectations for this family gathering realistic. A lot of us, I think especially as moms, we get like this really big grand vision for the holidays. You know, we've got all these traditions and everything's going to be perfect and I'm going to decorate the Thanksgiving table and it's all going to be amazing. And there's nothing wrong with having goals and, and dreams and something we're aiming for. But if we set our expectations way up on that pedestal, it's a lot more likely that they're not going to get met. And now we're frustrated we're disappointed. Um, There's probably more stress in the family interactions. And so it's helpful to go into the holidays with realistic expectations. That might include things like, uh, for myself, I've got toddlers. And so uh, my husband loves Thanksgiving because it is a time to just sit and relax, gather with the family. It's one of those holidays where there's not really a lot of, of expectation, a lot of activities that need to get done. But with toddlers sitting around the table with us, (laughs) I want to be realistic and I want to help him be realistic about, um, how would I say it? I should probably think about it right now. How am I going to say it? The reality that it's not going to be as relaxing as some Thanksgivings have been. (laughs) We're going to be up and down. They're going to be throwing their fork. They're not going to like the mashed potatoes or whatever it is. Well, they love mashed potatoes, but they're probably going to not like, I don't know, something, the broccoli, the corn, the turkey, you name it. There's a day when they love it and there's a day when they hate it. So I need to make sure for my family that we have realistic expectations of this holiday. And that will allow us to manage our emotions a little bit better. It will reduce stress for the family and it will give us a framework for um, how to enjoy this time together. Tip number three, if you know conflict or anger, like certain topics are going to just blow everybody's lids off, be prepared to take a deep breath, count to 10 and hold your tongue. Now this, this may circle back to listening more than talking, but what I'm talking specifically about here is that when things do start to get heated, you might be very passionate about a topic and land very differently than your uncle or your grandpa or whoever's talking. Be prepared to manage that emotion for yourself. And that obviously doesn't mean we never jump in or we never share our opinion, but we can slow down the interaction By pausing, taking that breath, count to 10, hold your tongue. No one even really needs to know that you might be keeping your anger in check at that point, but you're slowing down the conversation, which allows other people to move at a slower pace also. It kind of lowers that urgency of like, I need to jump in. I need to share my thought. If I don't talk right now, I'm never going to get to share my opinion. It slows everyone down and it calms your body, your physical reaction, so that if you are getting upset, 
you're less likely to lose your cool and um, escalate the conversation into a conflict. And let me pause here and just remind you, um, if you're listening to this in real time, we just did a workshop inside the free Facebook group. Um, There's a link for that in the show notes also. Hop on into the Facebook group because at least for a period of time, probably the next couple of months, that workshop will still be available about how to stay calm and connected when life is driving you crazy. And let's be honest, our relatives are often the people driving us crazy. And so um, there's actually a lot more tips in that workshop specifically about staying calm, staying connected um, if we're getting upset. And so this tip is maybe specifically for the holidays in many different situations. Take a deep breath, count to 10, hold your tongue. But if you know that you are likely to get triggered, your buttons are going to get pushed at Thanksgiving or whatever gathering is coming up, then you might want to hop into that Facebook group and watch that video because that that training, that workshop might be really helpful for you. Okay, circling back, tip number four, take a break if needed so that you can calm down or just get some alone time. If people are all over the place, you might have a huge, loud family and maybe it's not even conflict that's going on. It's just loud and overwhelming. Be willing and able and prepared to take a break. And that might look as simple as alerting your husband in advance. Like, hey, I I often get overwhelmed. You know, I think after a few hours, I'm probably going to slowly disappear to the bedroom for half an hour and just like calm down, get my head together. Maybe you're an introvert, like prepare him in advance or whoever might be hosting and just telling people in the moment you know what, I, uh, I am starting to feel really overwhelmed. I'm going to go take a break. Or, hey, you're probably a mom. I'm really tired. You know what, I'm just going to go like sit for a few minutes so I can come back recharged and really engage and have finished this conversation with you. You can say I'm tired. You can say I'm overwhelmed. You can say, you can say I'm frustrated and I'm going to take a break. Um, you can just say, hey, I totally forgot. I need to do something really quick in my email. I'm going to head out and I'll be right back. Get out of the room and take a break if you need some space to calm down. Tip five, share your gratitude and compliments to other people out loud in the moment, even if nobody else does, even if everyone else is pretty negative in their thinking and their talking. That does not mean that you cannot share out loud the things you're grateful for, compliment other people. A lot of times we have these thoughts in our heads, Uh, like I started this episode talking, sharing just a moment, I'm loving my tea, I'm loving this weather, I'm loving that my kids are napping. That thought often pops in our head and we just don't say it for whatever reason. There's already other conversation going on or something. But if you know that drama is very common in your family or conflict is very common, make a point of sharing those positive and encouraging thoughts out loud. That is not only modeling for everyone that, hey, we can talk about some positive, helpful, encouraging things, but it also changes the tone in the moment. If everyone is arguing or complaining or grumbling and you are verbalizing something you're thankful for, that uh, introduces (laughs) a different tone into the conversation. Okay, tip number six, if you know that your family has some hot button issues, certain topics, maybe it's politics or religion or money or any number of things, 
what your daughter wears in her school pictures, you know, whatever. If you know there are common topics of conversation that raise people's emotions, or maybe there's unresolved issues from the past, or you know certain people are coming and they just always get into it, divorce might be some of the history, or just some, some pain in some relationships, plan ahead for how you could possibly handle that. It might mean planning to avoid certain topics to the degree that you can control the conversation. You're not going to introduce certain topics. It might mean preparing when that topic probably comes up. What do you want to say about it? How can you frame the conversation, hopefully in a more encouraging or helpful direction? Um, If you're hosting this event, maybe you can purposefully arrange who is sitting next to who at the table or who is coming to which activities for the Christmas season or anything going on that might avoid conflict, Uh, might give a little bit of physical separation, which may help people avoid um, anger or fighting or arguing. Also, it's worth thinking about, would it be helpful to reach out to someone ahead of time to address an issue? Uh, Maybe just to kind of let's label the elephant in the room. You guys always fight about politics. It's an election year. Well, I'm recording this. It's not a presidential election year, but in some areas it was, you know, for a governor or things like that. Whatever it is, politics is a big one that causes a lot of fighting, but there are many other topics. Would it be helpful to reach out in advance and just label the problem, ask for their help to maybe avoid that conversation or to handle it differently? Um, there's no reason to pretend that people don't know drama is a part of the family gathering. If you have noticed it, they have noticed it. And a lot of times we try to just avoid those conversations. We think, well, if I bring it up now it's on the table and now the fight is going to start. But if we bring it up intentionally and with preparation and it's ahead of time, a lot of times that can actually really help. It starts the conversation, but in a positive direction. And tip number seven is to pray. Pray before the gathering, during the gathering, pray after the gathering. Even if things were said that were very hurtful or painful, the Lord can heal even in our own hearts and heads. And so don't stop praying just because the fight has already happened. So let's recap these seven tips to enjoy your holiday gathering, your family gathering without all the drama and the conflict. Number one, focus on listening more than talking. Number two, keep your expectations realistic. Number three, be prepared to take a deep breath, count to 10, and hold your tongue. And maybe alongside that, (laughs) number four, take a break if needed to calm down, get some alone time, get some space. Number five, share gratitude and compliments out loud, even if no one else is doing that. Number six, plan for hot button topics. (laughs) Plan ahead of time. You know what's unresolved. You know who's coming. You know the common areas of disagreement and try to think about how you can either avoid that or handle that better. And number seven, undoubtedly the most important, pray Pray before your family comes together, pray during the get together and pray afterward for healing, for reconciliation, for the Lord to work in his mysterious ways and clarify things in people's minds. These seven tips will help you 
Avoid family drama will help you manage conflict and anger and disagreement if it does happen to come up. And in Friday's faith follow-up episode, we will talk a little bit about forgiveness, okay? So if there is drama, if there is some conflict, how do we resolve that? How do we move forward from that as a family? How do we forgive each other? We will dig into that a little bit on Friday after Thanksgiving. (laughs) And in the meantime, don't forget that you can grab a free copy of my 10-step conflict resolution checklist. That link is there in the show notes. But for now, my friends, have a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday if you're listening to this in real time in America and whatever holiday gathering it is that you are preparing for, the family coming together, be in prayer for that time, be intentional with that time, and don't forget to enjoy it because our family is usually our most important people and we want to love them well. All right, friends, hugs and blessings to you. I'll talk to you soon. Hey friend, before you go, if this episode was helpful or encouraging for you, head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a written review. It not only encourages me, it helps other women connect with this community. And you know what else? You have a chance right now to love your friends well. Copy the link to this episode and send it in a text to someone who you know needs to hear today's conversation. Or just take a screenshot, post it in your Instagram stories, and tag me at loveyourpeoplewell.com.